A part of getting better at anything is really starting to make it easier and easier and more trivial to do that thing well. And songwriting is no different, but with songwriting, like most creative endeavors, there are some inherent difficulties that we just are never going to be able to completely make easy. There are just certain things that are going to come up that are going to be a difficult part of songwriting. If songwriting was super easy, everybody would do it. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the inherent difficulties of songwriting and how to best deal with them. Hello, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Joseph Adala. Honored that you take some time out of your busy week to talk songwriting with me. First, possibly elephant in the room if this if you've been a listener for a while. There's been a probably like four weeks since the last episode. Uh, basically just was a crazy combination of, yeah, we ju- I, I just had my first child, uh, but then a vacation came up and I'm still working on the big project for songwriter theory. So those all kind of came together to create this almost month where I don't think I put out a podcast or video. Uh, that will be very much the exception, not the rule. So I figured I'd address that right away. Uh, certainly there will be, um, hopefully helpful content every single week, not necessarily a podcast every single week. I still haven't determined what the right, um, interval for podcasts is going into the future, but it will be either once a week or once every other week. It won't be less than that. It won't be like once a month or anything. So this is not, uh, this was not intentional. Just a lot of things fell in a weird way. Sorry about that. Hopefully, uh, the little break, though, made you miss me just a little bit. You're like, Psh, nah, I was hoping you'd never come out with another one. Well, hopefully that's not the case. But regardless, let's dive into some inherent difficulties of songwriting and how to best deal with them. Before diving in, though, one inherent difficulty we're not really going to talk about in this episode because, well, it's addressed in a free guide I have, is the difficulty of simply starting. It's just starting a song. Sometimes this is a... F- a form of writer's block, right, where you're you're blocked to even start, um, which writer's block is something that we are going to touch on. But this is a very specific type of writer's block where we maybe are sitting at our piano or guitar and we're just like, I, I don't even know where to start. I try to strum a chord progression. I try to improvise something. And it just all feels like ah, I've done this before. It's terrible. I don't even know what to try. And the best way I found to deal with that is honestly having multiple different ways that we start writing a song. And I think it's good to have a bread and butter way to start writing a song. For me, that's starting with a piano riff. That is my bread and butter. Probably 50% of all songs I write start with that. But sometimes when I sit at the keyboard and try to come up with a piano riff, I just have nothing. I'm just done. I've written too many piano riffs recently or something where I'm just not inspired there. And just shifting to maybe starting with a bass line or starting with a lyrical concept or a cool symbolism that really speaks to me or a song title and then reverse engineering a song based on the song title. So saying, hey, that's a pretty cool song title. What would a song called that be about? There are a bunch of different ways to start writing a song. But if you're curious about 10 great ways to start writing a song, be sure to check out my free guide at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Talks about five ways to start writing a song from a lyrical standpoint and five from a musical standpoint. Certainly it's not a comprehensive list because there are arguably an infinite number of ways to start writing a song, but there are 10 to start with that you might not have 
thought of before because I think a lot of people just take for granted like, oh, yeah, I just get my guitar out and start with a chord progression and that's fine. Um, but sometimes you're going to get stuck. And also another thing and I know I talk about this a lot, but maybe you're new here. So I'll say it again, where sometimes just starting your song from a different place results in a totally different sound than you would normally get. Now, it's still going to sound like you because it's still you. Uh, but if you feel like your songs are really starting to all sound the same, one of the best ways to break out of that mold is to change how you start your song. Uh, so, for example, for me, if I just start with a piano riff or a guitar part, I almost always will write something that's more like emotional and tries to be like moving. I, I almost never write something catchy when I start with a piano riff, especially. Um, but... A great way for me to write something that's catchy is literally just starting with a drum loop. I find a drum loop or create a drum loop that is that feels catchy to me, uh, including recently I found a funk beat online and then just improvised over that funk beat and wrote something catchy because catchy doesn't come as naturally to me. Um, you might be the opposite of that, right? That everything you write is catchy and for you to write something that's more like a ballad and emotional is it doesn't come as naturally. So maybe... Uh, you know, if you always start with a drum beat or you always start with guitar, which is very rhythmic, maybe starting with another instrument or simply maybe starting with a drum beat that is more relaxed to force you to not write something as catchy. Um, it can just be a really great way to change your sound up just a little bit. Maybe start with a bass line instead. Start with a guitar riff if you don't usually do that. Start with a melody, especially if you struggle with writing great melodies. Starting with a melody can be great. Anyway, I won't go on about it, but songwritertheory.com slash free guide if you're curious or interested in that. Link will be in the description per usual or per always, hopefully. Hopefully I've never forget, forgotten to put it in there. But what's, what's the first inherent difficulty that we're going to talk about here? The first inherent difficulty of songwriting to me is that it's several different skills tied into one. And just at the highest of high levels, a songwriter is somebody who writes music and writes words, right? Or is a music composer and a poet. And if you think about music composer and all of their skill sets, and then the skill set of a poet, it has almost no overlap, right? It's kind of like being a director, especially if you're writing your own movies, right? Writing a great script and then knowing a lot about like camera angles and and how to make a scene work and where to cut and all the different things that go into a movie or being a director, especially if you're a writer director, uh, they really have no connection to each other, right? Conceivably, and even often, somebody who's a great writer would make a terrible director and somebody who's an amazing director can't actually write their own script. Or maybe, you know, they're great at writing a story, but the actual dialogue in that story, maybe they're not so great at. And songwriting is no different in that it also is a thing that has multiple very different skill sets that are all tied into one. So maybe you're a great music composer uh, and your frustration is that you aren't great with words right now. You don't consider yourself much of a poet. So you write this music that you think is just great and then the words almost ruin the song, right? Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you're somebody who started as a poet, words come naturally to you, and you're kind of like picking up the guitar or piano to sort of 
be able to put your poems to music, if you will, which is another form of songwriting or style of songwriting, I guess I should say. Obviously, it's all songwriting, uh, but those two are very, very different in the in the way that you get to the end product. Um, and the fact that there's almost no tie-in between those two things is something that makes it inherently more difficult than, say, just poetry on its own. All you need to be good at is you need to be really, really, really good with words, right? And that's that's a little overly simplistic, right? I'm not trying to diminish poetry. And in fact, just just as a side note, the average songwriter is an okay music composer and an okay poet, right? Whereas the average poet is a great poet, right? They're really good at that part and they don't even need to worry about music composition. And most music composers are really good at music composition, way better than most songwriters would be. Um, just like most poets would be better at lyrics or poetry than than your average songwriter. So in a way, songwriters sometimes end up being more like a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type thing. I don't think we should be, for the record. I talk about this kind of a lot, but uh, I think we should pride ourselves on being a legitimate music composer, learning more theory uh, and music composition, and also learning more about poetry and learning meter and really caring about the craft of lyric writing, uh, which is just poetry, essentially. Um, so despite that, though, a lot of times, admittedly, songwriters kind of end up being eh, just okay at both of those things. But they are two very disparate skills, very different skills. And that's to say nothing of the fact that you usually need an instrument skill to write or at least to perform. If you think about guitar, for instance, it's going to be pretty hard for you to write a killer guitar riff if you can't solo or do really anything besides open chords, right? You're a beginner guitarist. All you know are your G major chords and your E minor chords and your C major chords, and they're all the open chords. And you're still struggling with F major, which let's be honest, F major just sucks on the guitar. This is awful. Uh, I mean, I feel like even seasoned guitarists hate it. I don't know that I call myself a seasoned guitarist. I guess I've been a guitarist for a while, but I'm still kind of intermediate. Piano is my main instrument. But um, even as somebody who's at least decent at the guitar, I, I hate F major chords, um, which is why I probably write almost no songs in C major if I'm writing it with a guitar, because C major is usually going to have an F major chord. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Point is that, uh, it, you know, if you're a very limited guitarist, it's going to be pretty difficult to write a killer guitar riff if you can barely play a killer guitar riff or if to even learn to play a riff takes a lot of practice. So our instrument skill is also going to affect how good we can be at songwriting. And it doesn't have to be that way. Certainly if you're doing a more producer style songwriting where you're recording it into a computer and you're just using MIDI and you're placing the notes and it's not like you're actually writing by improvising with your instrument first, uh, then that certainly can mitigate that problem. Uh, but for, for most of us, we are at least somewhat tethered or limited by our instrument skill when it comes to songwriting. And all of this is also to say nothing of the fact that if we are arranging and producing our song, right, we're recording a full version of our song rather than just a bare bone acoustic version, that is also kind of a totally different skill set, right? You coming up with a cool guitar riff or just a, a chord progression or a piano riff and then figuring out a vocal on top versus figuring out how to layer in a bunch of instruments and make an arrangement that's really interesting where it makes the chorus explode and the verses have this 
really different energy and the bridge sounds totally different. Like it belongs with the rest of the song, but also different enough. The skill of arranging is also very disconnected from the skill of song writing. So a part of the inherent difficulty here of several different skills being tied into one is that when it comes to improving, your bottleneck for getting better is going to be constantly changing, right? So at first, when you first start songwriting, and this is probably pretty common, the first bottleneck or the first skill that is so low that it limits you as a songwriter the most is probably your lack of music theory knowledge. Um, you know, I, I, a lot of people just, I don't know how to say it, lie, <laughs> lie and tell you, oh, music theory isn't, uh, anybody who tells you music theory has no value is, uh, no, knows nothing about, they clearly don't even know what music theory is, um, which a lot of people don't. Uh, music theory is not knowing how to read sheet music, okay? It's not. It has nothing to do with that. Music theory is understanding the theory of like how things sound in music or how to create certain emotions within music. And there's more to it than that, right? It's it's understanding things like, oh, in the context of G major, if you want that G major chord to hit really hard, then having a D major chord, the five chord right before that will make it so that it feels like, oh, wow, this really resolved and sounds like this is the main point. And it's understanding things like, hey, the way that a lot of people get their pre-choruses to sound like it's not the main point of the song and it's leading to the main point of the song is they avoid the one chord. So if it's in G major, they avoid the G major chord. Usually they'll do like the four, the five, the six chord, but they'll avoid the one chord and that's intentional. And if all of what I just said is confusing to you, that's from a lack of music theory knowledge, right? So, which is fine uh, at first, right? We all have to start somewhere. But um, usually the first bottleneck is lack of music theory knowledge. Because if you don't have music theory knowledge, you're either going to improvise and 99% of what you improvise is totally just sounds bad and and you don't understand why it all sounds bad and nothing you do sounds good. And once in a great while, you finally play five seconds straight that sounds kind of decent and you're like, wow, it's a miracle. If you know basic music theory, like just keys, if you know like, hey, D major has D, E, F sharp, G, A, B, and C sharp, immediately you can, assuming you're decent at your instrument, just improvise and it sounds pretty good. Uh, like all of what you do sounds pretty good. And it's the exception where you play something that's like, ooh, that doesn't really sound right. Um, and, and you know, at first, if you are just using stock chord progressions, right, you look up common chord progressions and you're like, oh, it looks like C major, G major, A minor, F major is a common chord progression. You don't know why that works. Uh, you don't really know anything about it at all, except that apparently a lot of people do it, which is true. A ton of people use that chord progression. That's a one, five, six, four, probably the most common of all. Um, but you don't understand why it works. You didn't really make the chord progression, right? You're just using a stock overused chord progression that works. But uh, if you want to write some really interesting, more different music or just have control over what your song is doing musically, you need a little bit of music theory knowledge to understand why that chord progression works and to understand how to make your own chord progression and not just rely on some stock chord progression that everybody's beat to crap. Um, so that's a common first bottleneck, which, by the way, I have a free guide on that, too. Four pillars of music theory. Every songwriter, in my opinion, needs to know, which is intervals, keys, chords, and chord progressions. Um, so I'll put a link to that in the description as well. But anyway, 
that's a pretty common first bottleneck, right? So now, now you learn a little music theory. Maybe you grab the guide I just mentioned, songwritertheory.com slash music theory guide. And now you understand enough to know like, okay, songs are within a key and then the key gives us the notes that we should use in that song and also gives us the chords we should use and what their job is in the context of that key. So G major chord has a different job in the context of C major than it does in the context of D major and also different than the context of G major. Uh, that chord is in all three of those keys, uh, but the way it sounds is totally different because it has a totally different job. Uh, and understanding basic music theory, you would know why that is. And one of those keys is the one chord, and another one it's the four chord, and another one it's the five chord, and that's why it sounds different. Anyway, let's say you download that guide. You now understand that concept. So now you, you can be intentional in your chord progression writing. But now your bottleneck is your guitar skills because you just started with guitar. You barely can do your open chords, which, again, is fine. We all have to start somewhere, right? Nothing wrong with that. But now that's your new bottleneck, right? is that you understand the chord progression thing now, you understand keys now, but you feel like your guitar skills just aren't really good enough. You can only still do really basic chords, and you certainly wouldn't know how to make a guitar hook because you haven't really done any soloing, you haven't really done scales much. But now you practice guitar more for a couple of months because that's your new bottleneck. And now your, your new biggest weakness is writing lyrics because, well, you started as somebody who kind of just wanted to do songwriting, you had picked up guitar before, maybe in high school, and then you didn't really ever learn it, collected dust for 10 years, and now you're here listening to this podcast wanting to be a songwriter. Uh, and now you've learned a little bit, bit about music theory, so you could get past just using stock chord progressions, and, and, and so you could be more efficient at writing music, and all of your improvisations sound better, uh, rather than just taking random guesses and most of it sounding bad. Then you worked on your guitar skills, and now your biggest weakness is your lyrics because you haven't really done poetry. And then, so you address that, right? You learn a little bit about poetry, about meter, uh, about rhyming, and about how you don't need to rhyme every single line, and you usually shouldn't rhyme every single line, and rhyming in general is just kind of overrated. Um, and then you find that you specifically struggle with writing chorus melodies, right? Because you have a song, you wrote lyrics, now your lyrics are a little bit better than they were before, but now you're like, man, the chorus really just isn't that exciting. It just feels like a different song section than the verse. It doesn't feel like, oh, this is the chorus, the almighty chorus, right? Which is maybe the sound that you want. Usually that's sort of what you want out of a chorus is, is it, 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 it shouldn't always be big and massive and epic or anything, but uh, it's, it certainly should be more exciting than a verse generally. Um, but anyway. We could go on and on about this. <clears throat> the idea here is that you want to address the specific skill that is your current bottleneck. So if right now you're listening to this and you think, man, I feel like I write some killer guitar hooks. I got some good bass lines. I write pretty good chord progressions because I understand basic music theory. Um... And and where I'm at is I just kind of cringe at my own lyrics. I find lyric writing a really annoying long process. And then at the end of it, I still don't like my lyrics. There's your bottleneck, right? Lyrics are your bottleneck. That's what you should go and specifically address and specifically work on. Or maybe you're someone who 
feels like you have all the basics down, right? Chord progressions, your melodies, your um, lyrics. You feel pretty good about those, but you feel like, man, I've never written a good bass line, right? I, all my bass parts are boring, or I've just never written an interesting uh, instrument hook, right? Maybe you've never written a cool guitar hook. So that's the specific thing to address. Or maybe you're at the point where you're recording your songs and you realize and you hit record and you know you record for a day and you listen back and like, wow, that sounds terrible. So now your bottleneck is how to learn to record better so that you you can do your songs justice in the recordings of them. Here's my advice on this. Enjoy the process and address the bottlenecks as they come and expect them to come. That's the thing. Ex expect them to come. I've been songwriting for a while now, well over 10 years, uh, probably 15, probably even a little more. I don't know whether I count like when I was 12 and I like wrote poetry, like new lyrics for old songs. I feel like that doesn't count. So somewhere around there for a while, but I still find bottlenecks, right? Uh, if you know what a skill spider chart is or what a spider chart is, look it up if you don't know what it is, but it's, it's a thing that like, it's sort of like a diamond chart and and it has different points. It looks like a, sp a spider web sort of. And if you play video games, oftentimes the like skill tree will look something like this. I guess it wouldn't be a skill tree at that point, but it's like, you know, strength and it's all the way up at the top. So, so it, it, this is going to be really hard to describe in words. I would just look it up. It's called a spider chart. Um, but the goal is to eventually get that chart to be 100% everywhere at all the different skills, right? Your, your chorus writing, your, the specifically your chorus lyrics, your, um, you know, writing great instrument hooks, specifically maybe a piano hook. And we can break this down in many different ways, right? But the core things are chord progressions, lyrics, and melody, right? Those are your core three. Get those first. Then we can worry about like, oh, better guitar hooks or better piano hooks, or better specifically at writing bridge lyrics, things like that. But just know that it's going to be a process. It's, it probably will all be doing this for the rest of our lives. There's nothing wrong with that. We just have to enjoy the process and know that we're slowly getting better at songwriting. We're just constantly addressing our biggest weakness. And then as we address our greatest weakness, then something else will become our greatest weakness, right? If you're level three at writing chord progressions and level five at writing verse melodies, when you address your chord progressions until you get to say level seven, then all of a sudden your level five verse melodies is now your, your, the thing you're worst at. So now you concentrate on writing verse melodies. Um, anyway, you probably got the point. That was a ton of time on, on just the several different skills tied into one. Let's move on. Another thing, there are many moving parts that all have to work together that are not agnostic to each other. Even at its most basic, a song has three separate moving parts, a chord progression, a melody, and lyrics. The melody needs to work well on top of the chord progression, or seen another way, the chord progression must complement the melody and be a good foundation for it. And the lyrics and melody need to match, right? The syllables of the lyrics generally needs to match with the notes or the number of notes in the melody. You can't have like 10 notes in a melodic line and have only like three one-syllable words. Um, you also want 
the emphases, the natural emphases of the lyrics or the meter, if you will, to match the emphases of the melody. So these are, again, different things that all need to specifically work together. Not only is the skill of writing lyrics significantly different than the skill of writing great music, great melodies or chord progressions specifically, but also these things all are different parts that must be written so that they all feel like they're one cohesive unit. Like you can't imagine this song with any different lyrics, that you can't imagine a different melody with this chord progression. Like it's just one cohesive song, but really it's at least these three parts that are very much disconnected, right? You have to be the one to write them so that they all match perfectly. And, you know, writing poetry and lyrics, even on its own, is difficult. So to get it to all match up is an inherent difficulty of songwriting, that there, there just is no way to make that trivial, right? Over time, you're going to get better at it. It will probably come faster, but it, it's, an, it's, it's a difficult problem to solve. And every single song is going to have that problem, right? Because that's inherent to writing a song. And that's to say nothing of the fact that realistically, a lot of songs are more than just a simple chord progression, right? We said, hey, chord progression, melody, lyrics. But a lot of songs have guitar hooks, bass lines, piano riffs, that one flute part, and oftentimes, let's take a piano riff. Piano riff is a great example of very often, a piano riff implies a chord progression, but it's not really just a chord progression. It's kind of more complex than that. It's, you know, a riff that sort of implies, oh, it's kind of like a, a G major chord, and then it goes to a G sus chord, but then it has an added note that comes in once in a while. So who's to say really what exactly chord? We know it's vaguely a G major chord here, but uh, the way the piano riff is played might imply a chord rather than be a chord. And that adds more complexity. So here's my advice on this one. Start simple and become more sophisticated in your writing as you are ready. So your first song, let's say this is your first podcast you've ever listened to about songwriting. You've never written a song before. Or maybe you've been listening to a lot of podcasts and still haven't actually written a song, which by the way, go write a song. Don't listen to any more podcasts from anyone including me, don't watch any of my videos uh, until you have written your first song. Go do that and then come back because uh, the best way to learn is to do. But beyond that, your first song probably should be picking an established chord progression and then improvising melodies on top with simple but effective lyrics. Don't try different song sections. Don't try a totally new chord progression. Probably don't even try to write an instrument hook for the song. But that's for your first song, right? Because in your first song, you probably don't know much music theory yet. You don't want to overwhelm yourself because there are so many things to learn about songwriting that are all helpful. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong with the music theory vendetta that people have, uh, which is they conflate need and is helpful, right? So can you write songs with no knowledge of music theory? Yes. Are you incredibly limited in how you can write songs if you don't know basic music theory? Also, yes. Uh, the idea that music theory isn't incredibly helpful to writing songs is 
patently absurd. No, no human that's ever learned basic music theory would ever say such a thing. So anytime somebody says that, you know they don't know music theory and they're usually trying to excuse it. Um, and, and then often if you look deeper, like all their songs usually have super basic chord progressions, the same stock ones over and over again. Probably takes them longer to write music because they don't really understand the music at all. Um, but anyway, that's not to say that it isn't smart to start that way, right? You can write songs without music theory. They're ju you're just going to be more limited. But at first, you don't want to overwhelm yourself with, oh, I got to learn music theory and I got to learn poetry writing and I got to learn how to write a good hook and I got to get better at the guitar or the piano or whatever my instrument is so that I can actually improvise more complex things so that I can write more. I don't like the word complex, but uh, just less overly simplistic things, I guess. And that can be overwhelming, right? There's a ton of different things that we need to learn, sub-skills, if you will, within songwriting. So the key is to write from where you're at. If right now you're at the beginning of your journey, then it's totally fine to go pick an established chord progression and not understand why C major, G major, A minor, F major, quote, sounds good and is overused. You don't know why it works, but that's okay. It's your first song, right? But if you've written two or three or four songs using stock chord progressions, and now you're at the point where like of the main stock overused chord progressions, you've actually used them all because there's like, I don't know, six or seven that are just over and over and over. Um, once you've worked through those, uh, you, you might find like, what, what am I going to do? Just like have another song with the exact same chord progression. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, you probably want to move past that, right? You want to move past basically having five different options for chord progression. Because if you're limited to the stock options, it's something like that, where you get like five stock options you can do over and over and over again. Or you can just learn basic music theory to be able to make your own chord progression, which sometimes when you're making your own chord progression actually will be like or similar to the stock chord progressions, or it will just be one little adjustment on it, which one little adjustment can go a long way. But the idea is to... Learn these things as you as you need to, as you come up on a limitation, right? If at first, if you don't even know an instrument, honestly, learning guitar is probably the quickest way to be able to write songs. I think the piano is by far the best instrument for writing music. Just see how like every music comp composer in all of history, except for like Vivaldi is a pianist. Um, I understand that there's a whole correlation versus causation argument there. I think I've made this argument in a video before, so we're not going to talk about that. But um, that being said, I think if, if you haven't, if you are not a musician and you're not a lyricist today, if you want to get to songwriting the fastest, learning guitar is the way to do it. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't eventually learn piano because that will add a skill set. Uh, will help make songwriting easier. Will make music composition more advanced. Music composition way easier than the guitar will. So start simple, become more sophisticated in your writing as you're ready, slowly over time. Learn a little bit of music theory, apply that. Learn a little bit of music theory, apply that, right? You could go 10 years and not really need to understand modes in music theory because you can get plenty of stuff out of just major minor. Uh, but then eventually you might be like, yeah, I need, just need something, a little something, something more. Boom, time to learn some modes. All right, I want to keep podcasts to a decent length. I really want to try to not get into the 40-minute range because I think everybody prefers when they are a little bit shorter, so I want to get better at that. So we're going to actually split this into two parts. 
we will address the other two main inherent difficulties in the next episode. So for this, we said several different skills tied into one. Best way to address that or deal with it is enjoy the process and address the bottlenecks as they come and expect them to come. And this is the bottlenecks in your different skill sets, right? This is, hey, you realize that you're most limited in your songwriting by your guitar skills. And then you realize that it's your poetry writing skills. Then you realize that you're not really very good at writing bridges. You like your choruses and you like your verses, but man, your bridge lyrics suffer, your bridge melodies suffer, or your bridges just feel like a more disappointing chorus. You want your bridges to be killer. Expect those to come. They're going to come. They're going to always come. I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think anybody would ever live to the day where they say, I am 100% great at every part of songwriting. Or maybe they would say that, but they're probably arrogant and delusional. Uh, we all are never going to get there. So just enjoy the process, right? Enjoy the process of getting better and better and better and better. And you can't be a perfect songwriter. None of us can be. And then also... There are many moving parts that all have to work together that are not agnostic to each other. They are all tethered. Chord progression and melody are tightly tethered. Melody and lyrics are tightly tethered. Lyrics aren't really tethered to a chord progression directly, but they are tethered via the melody because the melody is tethered to both. And the best thing, I think, to address this is to start simple and become more sophisticating in your writing as you're ready. Because again, it can be really overwhelming when it's like, oh, you got to learn music theory. And, and music theory is a whole big thing, right? What music theory do you need to learn? That's why I have the free guide on the four pillars of music theory that I think are most important and essential for songwriters. Because uh, that's just four things you got to learn. That's it. Four things, and they go a long way. Um, those four things will make writing music infinitely easier for you, uh, it, basically immediately. Um and, and there's a ton of other music theory that's helpful, like understanding modes and, and understanding borrowed chords and understanding more advanced uh, chord types. All of that is super useful too, but you don't need to learn it all at once, right? Because if you're writing stock chord progressions, just being able to come up with your own chord progression that still just uses major and minor triads, but you didn't just take a stock chord progression and say, oh, I guess this sounds good, but instead you made the chord progression yourself, that's that's awesome, right? That's a huge step. Now, at some point, you're probably gonna get to the point where you're like, okay, but now I feel like I just keep using major and minor chords over and over again. I wanna be able to use some sus chords and use different inversions of chords so that they just get a little more spicy, a little more interesting. Uh, but again, one thing at a time, right? Um. It's, it's, it's sort of a similar thing as, as the previous advice, right? Address the bottlenecks as they come. And this is, is being willing to start simple and get more sophisticated in your writing, learn more as you are ready. When you need it, that's when you address it. When you feel like, okay, stock chord progressions, I want to move past it. All right, learn a little music theory. Uh, when you feel like uh, my my lyrics are kind of, they don't really sound, they sound like prose, not really like poetry. All right, time to start learning some poetry. Maybe start learning some meter. Hopefully this was helpful. Again, we're going to continue this in part two in the next episode because I don't want it to go overly long. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it, every single one of you. Don't forget about the free guys. They're in the description down below. 
songwritertheory.com slash free guide for the 10 different ways to start writing a song. Songwritertheory.com slash music theory guide for uh, the four pillars of music theory that I think every songwriter really needs to know. Links will be in the description. Yes, you can get both. I think that question came up a long time ago, but yeah, of course you can grab both of those. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you in the next one.